The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. John chapter 14. Thank you, H.O.P. John 14 from verse 15 is a very short text this morning. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper or another comforter in the KJV that he may abide with you forever. Glory be to God. Verse 17 continues, The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. And in verse 18, he said, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the blessing upon the reading of your word. And we thank you that as you speak to us from your word today, we will never remain the same again. Please high five your neighbor. You can have your seats. I'm going to come down to us a bit this morning. Praise God. Um, we are starting a new series today. We've titled it Solutions Provider. And we want to talk about the Holy Spirit all through this month. Our devotional study this month is on the Holy Spirit. How we can experience wholeness through the help of the Holy Spirit in every area and every aspect of our lives. And the text we just read is the foundation we want to start with. Every Christian carries the Holy Spirit on their inside. Glory be to God. Every believer has the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. And of course, we all know the Holy Spirit is the third person in the Godhead. What that means is that you carry God on your inside. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I carry God on my inside. He dwells in me. Say it, he dwells in me. He is in me. He lives in me. And like Jesus said, he dwells in you forever. There is no day, there is no moment, there is no hour where you are alone. You are never without the Spirit of God if you are a child of God. Except you are not a child of God. Hallelujah. But the moment you got born again, and this is part of the new birth experience, at that very moment, the Spirit of God came to dwell inside of you. Can I hear a loud amen? And he has been there forever and will be there forever. <laughs> glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Lift your hands where you are and say, Heavenly Father. And please say these things consciously because the moment you can be keen into these things and understand them for yourself, 
and live by them. See, for many people, things like this is just something they hear in church. Ah, that's just one of the things the pastor preaches. And unfortunately for such people, when they are now out there on the road and the rubber meets the road and they need the help of God, they are not able to access it because they never took the time to engage with the truth the scripture is presenting to them. So lift your hands and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you dwell inside of me through your precious Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, this morning, I thank you once again for your ever-abiding, indwelling presence. I thank you that I'm never alone. No matter what I'm going through, no matter where I am, no matter how bad it looks, I am not alone. God is with me. He dwells in me. Hallelujah. This is so vital. We can dwell on this forever. It's so vital. You need to be conscious that the Spirit of God lives in you. And by the way, the Holy Ghost is a person. And one of the skills you've got to learn to develop is to fellowship with him as a person. Talk to him as a person. Interact with him as a person. We're going to get into this as we further go, as we go along in this teaching. Because this is how you are going to be able to access this capacity he has. And the ministry he carries, the help he carries. Engaging with him. Now, what I want you to look very closely is the statement Jesus made here about the Holy Spirit when he said, I'm not going to leave you alone. He said, I will pray the Father and I will ask him to send you another helper, another comforter. Um, the word he used there in the Greek was the word um, parokletos. It means helper. But it also means intercessor. It means advocate. Um, we'll study this a little bit as we go. Um, the Amplified Bible gives us seven meanings of that word. Strengthener, standby. But he now said another, and the, the Greek word for that was alos, another of the same kind. Please pay very close attention to this. And what Jesus was saying is that as I'm about to go to the cross to die and leave this world, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to take my place. And to be with you like I have been with you. Notice he called him the helper, the comforter, the parokletos. And he was in a way referring to himself. The way I have helped you for the past three and a half years that I've been in this ministry with you, the Holy Ghost will come and do exactly that. The way I have comforted you for these past three and a half years that I've been with you, the Holy Ghost will come and comfort you. The way I have interceded for you, I have strengthened you, I have stood by you. The way I have solved every problem that you have ever faced since we started this journey together. That's what the Holy Ghost is coming to do. These years I've been with you, you've never fallen sick. Because I've been there to heal you every time sickness comes. This, all these three years I've been with you, You've never lacked. Because anytime there was lack, I will solve the problem. I, I, I've been your fixer for these past three years. 
So I'm going to pray that God will send the Holy Ghost to do exactly for you what I've been doing for you. I will not leave you as an orphan. I will not leave you comfortless. I will never put you in a position where you will need help and you will not be able to find help. Oh, hallelujah. That's how we describe the Holy Ghost. It's another me. Where you are hungry, we'll provide the food. Where you are thirsty, we'll bring the drink. Where you are confused and you don't know what to do, he will know what to do. Glory, glory be to God. That's who we carry on our inside. And that's where this theme of solution provider comes from. The Holy Ghost is our solution provider. He is our fixer. When we need healing, he is our healer. Or he will provide the healing. Where we need finances, he will bring about the provision of the finances. Where we need direction, where we need comfort, where we need strength, he will provide it. Hallelujah. Now, it's also important to note this morning, because when we are talking about solutions, we are inferring or we are talking about problems. Every problem, every problem has its corresponding solution. There is no such thing as a problem that doesn't have a solution. Hallelujah. Every question has its appropriate answer. Please think about that for a minute. That you may not know the solution. You may not have the answer. But what Jesus is telling us is, I have someone that knows the solution and has the answer. And he lives inside of you. There was no question the apostles asked in their ministry work with Jesus that there wasn't an answer. There was no problem they faced that there wasn't a solution. So when he was living and telling them, I'm going to ask God to send the Holy Spirit in my place so that you will never be comfortless, you will never be helpless, you will never be an orphan, you will never be alone. What Jesus was saying is this, I'm going to make sure the solution provider dwells inside of you forever. Oh, hallelujah. And every problem has a solution. Every question has an answer. And when you don't know it, it's so comforting to know that the Holy Ghost knows the answer to the question. And he has the solution to the problem. Are you with us this morning? This is what we are talking about. That problem that you are going through, those questions you have, the difficulties you may be facing in life, there is a solution. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost has the solution. And that same Holy Ghost dwells inside of you. Can I hear a loud amen? Oh, glory be to God. And that means that there is no reason on earth why any Christian should ever walk around with problems without answers. If you are with me, shout hallelujah to that. We have the answer. We carry the answer on our inside. We carry the Holy Ghost within. He is the solution provider. By extension, each and every one of us are solution providers. Because the solution provider himself dwells inside of us. Glory be to God. And if we can access the help that he offers, access the comfort that he brings, access the solutions that he makes available to us, we in turn will be able to prefer solutions to the problems we see around us and we face in our everyday lives. Glory be to God. I'm laying the foundation of what we want to delve into this series. Lift your hands and say with me in the name of Jesus.
and by the power of Almighty God. Because the solution provider dwells on my inside, I myself, I am a solution provider. Please let that sink into you this morning. You are a solution provider. The problems you are facing in life, the problems people around you are facing, um, the whole world is looking for a solution to coronavirus now. I said in the first service, look, the pharmaceutical company that eventually comes up with the vaccine that will cure this virus, you know they are going to succeed and they will make it. Are you hearing me? This is how life is. There are problems everywhere. There are global problems like coronavirus. There are national problems like all the problems we have in Nigeria. In this church, how many of you understand that we have certain problems and challenges? Talk to me, somebody. In your life, <laughs> there are challenges everywhere. But the good news for the Christian is that you carry the solution on your inside. And every Christian should be taught and trained on how to bring about these solutions. Don't be walking around as if you're a disaster going somewhere to happen. Walk around like someone, you know what? I'm a blessing. I'm a solution provider. And I'm looking for areas where I can add value and bring about solutions to the problems they are facing. Glory be to God. That's who you are. Let me tell your neighbor, that's who I am. That's who you are. And the first thing we need to help every believer to understand is number one, the Holy Ghost dwells in you. And the implication of that is you have the answers that you and the whole world is looking for on your inside. Number two, because the Holy Ghost dwells in you, you yourself, you are a person of value and you are a solution carrier and a solution provider. If I can get anybody under the sound of my voice to start thinking this way and start believing like this, I've changed your life already. Oh, hallelujah. So the top pharmaceutical companies in the world now, they're in their research lab. All their scientists, they're trying out one test or the other, carrying out one experience or the other, looking for a cure to the coronavirus because there's no problem and doesn't have a solution. And they are racing. They are racing because if we can get our drug to the market first, <laughs> we are going to blow. That's how you should be thinking, sir. There is no lock. Look, the moment they were designing the lock for the door, the same manufacturer that designed the lock designed the key that will open the lock as well. That's how answers and questions are. The existence of the question the existence of the problem is proof that there's a solution somewhere. They coexist. There is no problem you have, hey, pastor, I'm having financial difficulty. Hey, pastor, I'm having health challenges. Understand that that problem has an answer. And the Holy Ghost knows that answer. And this same Holy Ghost dwells in you. Oh, hallelujah. It applies to any and every problem. And what we as Christians must learn to do is to know how to access the help of the Holy Spirit to address the problems we face in life. We will never have a time where there are no problems. After this coronavirus comes and goes, something else will turn up. 
Before coronavirus came, there was SARS or MERS or what's that fever that we had last half? I mean, problems we keep coming and going. Listen to me. The people that excel in life, and you are one of them. Can I hear loud, amen? amen. Somebody shout, I'm one of them. The people that stand out in life are the people that bring solutions to the problems. And I'm telling you, child of God, if you can hear me and hear the Spirit of God this morning, you have the answer inside of you. You have the answers that people are craving for inside of you. The solutions that your employers want in their businesses, the answer is inside of you. The solutions we want in this church, that God wants in this church, the answer is inside of you. Your personal challenges that you are craving for answers, the answer is inside of you. There is no problem without an answer. Hallelujah. You just need to learn to think and act and believe like a solution provider. Can you throw your hands up this morning and declare with confidence and faith this morning, I am a solution provider. I don't care how big the problem looks. I don't care how bad it feels. There is an answer somewhere. And because the Holy Ghost dwells inside of me, I carry that answer. I have access to that answer. I can find that answer by the help of the Holy Ghost. Particularly concerning personal problems. By the help of the Holy Ghost. If you will, first of all, believe this basic foundation we, have, we, are, we are saying. And start learning how to access the help of the Holy Spirit. That's where we are going. You have to learn how to tap into this ability the Holy Ghost has to solve problems. And you will not do what it takes. Look, there is no pharmacist that is doing experiments now. Testing one virus um, or one specimen after the other. And sometimes they will do tests. Maybe they will do 1,000 tests. Carry out like 2,000 variations before they get the right one. Do you know why they keep doing it and 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 doing it? Why? They know there's an answer. Was it Thomas Edison when he was experimenting with the light bulb? I believe the testimony was that it was after the 10,000th. 10,000 experiments. I'm not sure whether it was 10,000 on one or 10,000 on two. Something like that. That's when he finally found the cure. Why would somebody try something 10,000 times? And with every failure, they are saying that, ah, this thing you are doing, it can't work. The Wright brothers gave us plane. They did experiment after experiment to get the first thing that looked like an airplane. Of course, it's now advanced. to so get it to fly. Why were they trying and trying and trying? Because, look, there's a solution to this thing. Many Christians don't think like this. You see, those simple words Jesus said, I am the fixer. I have been your fixer for these past three years. When we wanted to feed the hungry and I told you, where do we get bread to feed 5,000? The Bible said he himself knew what he was going to do. That was, ah, where are we going to get the bread? He knew what to do. I always had the answer. When the storms came, I wanted to drown their boat. He had the answer. But I am going. I'm going to send somebody in my place. He will be with you forever. Me, I'm not here with you forever. But this one will be with you forever. You have the solution provider. 
You have the fixer. Start believing it. Start confessing it. Start thinking like it. Get so convinced that you are ready to carry 10,000 experiments. <laughs> Glory be to God. To get the breakthrough. And I'm telling you, when you get the breakthrough, you have gotten the breakthrough. The breakthrough. No problem exists without its corresponding solution. And the answer is here. Oh, hallelujah. The answer is here. Come on, tap your belly like I'm doing this morning. The things I'm going to share with you, if you don't have this foundation, is going to be meaningless to you. Say with me, the answer is here. Because the Holy Ghost is here. Whatever it is I'm going through at work, whatever challenges I'm facing in my marriage, whatever issues that are in my country that I am privileged to provide answers for, the answer is here. I said rumorously in the first service, if I go to World Health Organization now and tell them, hmm, WHO, I was praying yesterday night and the Holy Ghost gave me this formula to be the solution, they will just laugh at me. Which lab? Did you test it? You are just one of these crazy um, Pentecostal preachers. So I'm not primed to be the person that will bring the cure for coronavirus. But I'm sure there's one scientist that has been training for the last 10 years, went to school to study this thing. He's now working in a lab. See, many times you just hear the news, but all the story in the background is now, and they are testing, te and one day, boom, they will hit it. This is the premise they work on. There is no problem without its solution. Now, in your own life, there is no problem in your own life that you don't, that you are not primed to solve. The answer is available. The financial challenges, the health challenges, the family challenges, the spiritual challenges, that one, you are, you are primed to solve that one. But you need to be assured that you carry the Holy Spirit. Same with me again, I carry the Holy Spirit. I can't hear somebody this morning, I carry the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a fixer. Is a solution provider. And by extension, I am a solution provider. I want to talk to you briefly about David as we close this morning. This is the mindset David had. This is the mindset David had. And I want to talk to the Davids in the house. And by extension, every one of us. You are a solution provider. So I'm going to give you the first key to activating this thing. So David came to the battlefront. Please watch me very carefully. There has been a problem. Goliath and the Philistines were fighting the nation of Israel. First Samuel 16 and 17. Well, 16 was when he got anointed. 17 was when he went to the battlefront. And by the way, that's the key. The, the key to expressing, the first key we are going to learn this morning is for you to get anointed. In the first service, we looked at Jesus, Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were present. The devil. How was Jesus able to manifest and live as a social provider? He was anointed. Same thing with David. Same thing with David. So David came to the battlefront, and the Bible said he saw Goliath abusing the armies of the nation. Everybody was running away. And that's the natural response. We said this on Wednesday. There's a popular proverb we have here in this side of the world. He that fights and runs away 
lives to fight another way, another day. There's an element of truth in it. But the dangerous side of that proverb is this. He that fights and runs away lives to run away another day. And that's what most people do. Running away from problems. Don't move too much. They won't know I'm talking about you. And you run away from them because they are Goliaths. Coronavirus. <laughs> Did you hear the wealth that was wiped out from the stock exchange of the world last week? Six trillion dollars. The last time I checked, I know none of us know what six trillion dollars look like. So there's no point of reference because it was six trillion dollars. That's a giant. That's a giant. Unemployment in Nigeria, that's a giant. Life-threatening sicknesses and disease, that's a giant. They said, hey, this year alone, we don't know how true this one is, but just for the purpose of teaching, this year alone, there has been 5,000 divorce applications in Abuja. Abuja alone. I don't know whether they collate all the divorce in Nigeria. That's a giant. There are problems that keep showing up in the course of day-to-day -day living. Personal problems, um, congregational problems, national problems, and the natural response or the common response like Saul and the entire army of Israel did that day is to run away for 40 days. Goliath had been abusing them. But then came David. Glory be to God. Came to serve lunch, as it were. And he saw the problem. And he, ha and he said, what will they give to the person? You will marry the king's daughter. He said, ah, tell me again. Your family will not pay taxes. Tell me again. He started gingering himself. I started getting excited. I said, I will kill the giants. They said, ah, you are too small. You are just a boy. Ah, we kill. Look, the lion came when I was um, feeding my father's sheep. I, I killed the, the lion. The bear came when I was feeding I killed the bear. The same God, hallelujah, that helped me to overcome the lion and the bear will help me to take down this giant. Somebody shout solution provider. Say, that's who I am. I can't hear you this morning. Say, that's who I am. Say, I don't run from problems. I run towards problems. And I have the capacity. Oh, I'm not hearing somebody frame their world with their words this morning. Say, I have the capacity to solve problems because the solution provider is inside of me. That's the attitude David had. But his secret, which is what you are going to learn today, is that he was anointed. In 1 Samuel 16, God had sent prophet Samuel to anoint him. Two or three scriptures here and then as we close. Hallelujah. Say with me, I'm a solution provider. I can solve that problem we have in the office. Oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Bring this thing to where you are. I can solve some of the problems we have in this church. Can I talk to you, church? Honestly, that's what some of you need to do. Killing Goliath was not David's business. It wasn't his assignment. His assignment was to take lunch to his brothers. But when he came to the battlefront, he saw the problem, but he knew who he was. Can you help me look at somebody this morning and say, do you know who you are? Okay, ask your neighbor, tell me who you are right now. Tell me who you are. Come on, let me hear. What did your neighbor say? Who, who are you? Who are you? 
Come on, I can't hear you. Who are you? You are what? Hallelujah. For some reason, my scriptures are not showing. Let me get on my phone. Glory be to God. Listen to what the Bible says about David. And you, you will find the answers here. Like I said, the key is for you to be anointed. You are already anointed because the Spirit of God dwells inside of you. But that doesn't make you manifest the capacity. You now need to get the anointing within. Please catch this principle. It's not difficult. It's not something for just the pastors and the people with big suits and big ties and big collars. No. It's something everybody with an ordinary shirt and trouser can do. It's just a matter of you getting the anointing within you to come upon you. And you can do that. In fact, you are trained in this church to do that. You just need to keep doing the experiment. Maybe 10,000 times for some of you. Some of you, the problem is that you stopped after the hundredth try. You stop praying after time hundred. And I'm telling you, that breakthrough that God has ordained for you to give us the light bulb, you are going to need 10,000 experiments. You are stopping too soon. And maybe it's because you don't know who you are. And you don't know what you carry. But I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of God today, you are a solution provider. You carry the solution through the Holy Ghost on your inside, particularly for your own personal issues, starting from there. And you can go beyond personal issues. Oh, hallelujah. Psalm 89, verse 20. Just three texts about David. How could that young man come to the battlefront and solve a national crisis? And I'm not necessarily saying that you should leave this service and go and solve national crisis. I'm saying that you can solve any problem. So start with the problems that touch you the most. David didn't start by killing Goliath. He started by killing the lion and the bear that, that attacked his father's sheep. Hello? They say charity begins at home. I have found my servant, David. Please watch how the Bible describes David. And this is God speaking. I have found my servant David with my holy oil. I have anointed him. That is the key. Get the anointing upon your life. Get the anointing upon your life. Many of you, this anointing you carry is only inside your spirit. There's no anointing on your eyes. See, to get the anointing upon you is for you to come upon your eyes, for you to see something by the anointing that you're not seeing. Get it upon your ears, for you to hear something you're not hearing. Let it come upon your body. Let it ginger you. That it will spring you up in the morning to get, let's go, let's go, let's go by the anointing. Let's go and solve some problems today. That challenge at the office. How many you hear that story on Monday has come again, so people struggle to get up Monday morning to go to work. You are not anointed, that's why you are like that. When you get the anointing upon you, they, you don't need a lamp to wake you up. Oh, hallelujah. You will jump up by the, let's go. There are some problems in that office somebody has to solve this week. Some people struggle with serving in church. Get the anointing upon you. Get you get, there's something that... The seven o'clock service. The, the answer is to be anointed. You have that anointing in you if you are a child of God, but get it upon you. David had that anointing upon him. And that's why he could take down the giants. I have found my servant David. With my holy oil, I've anointed him. Watch what will happen when you are anointed. And I'm talking about when the anointing is upon your head, upon your eyes, upon your mouth, upon your heart, upon your body, upon your ears, upon you at your job in the office. 
upon you as a husband and a wife in that marriage, upon you as a servant of God in this church, when it is upon you, watch what will happen. With whom my hand shall establish, shall be established, verse 21. Also my arm shall strengthen him. Look at verse 23. This is really the crux of it. And this is what happened on that battlefield that day. The enemy shall not outwit him. I prophesy over you from today. Every problem that has been running circles around you and confusing you, it comes to an end in this season of your life. In the name of Jesus. No problem is supposed to outsmart or outwit you. Why? You carry the solution. You are wiser than that problem. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody say, I'm wiser than every problem that I face. I can't hear you this morning. Say, by the Holy Ghost, I am wiser, I am stronger, I am bigger, I am better by every problem that I face. I'm a solution provider. The enemy shall not outwit him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. Verse 23, I love it. And watch what David was doing. I will beat down his foes before his face. Did David beat down Goliath? Do you see how he did it? By the anointing upon him. Oh, hallelujah. Lay your hands on your head and say, Father, anoint me afresh. Come on, pray that prayer if you hear what we are saying this morning. Say, Father, anoint me afresh. Father, anoint me afresh to solve problems. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. Look at the way God described David in Psalm 137. Sorry, Psalm 132. Psalm 132 from verse 1. There I will make the horn of David grow. God will cause your horn to grow. God will cause your head to grow. You will be above and not beneath. You will be distinguished among your peers. You will be lifted up and elevated. You will experience promotion by the hand of Almighty God. I will make the horn of David grow. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. That's how it was described. He is my anointed. He is my anointed. That is it. That is how to get the capacity of the Holy Spirit within you as a believer to begin to function in your life. Get anointed afresh. And you see the impact again. Hallelujah. His enemies I will clothe with shame. God will put your enemies to shame. You will not be the one ashamed. The sickness will be the one that will be put to shame. The poverty will be the one that will be put to shame. The failures of the past will be what will be put to shame. His enemies are clothed with shame, but upon himself, his crown shall flourish. Blessed unity of my people. And I will close with Psalm 92 and verse 10. Rise on your feet this morning. Please, can I have my face towel? This is David speaking. He recognized the secret. But my horn you have anointed. Somebody say, God has anointed my head. I can't hear you. Say, God has anointed my head. See, that's what you need. You need that capacity within you to come upon your life. Am I making sense to somebody this morning? Or is all this too Greek for you? Can you understand what I'm saying? You have this thing inside of you. Get it upon you. Pray until your head begins to think differently. 
Worship until you see something. You know this is our year of great vision. This is how to get anointed. You already have it. Listen, no, nothing is coming from heaven as it were. When we say, Baba, send down the rain from heaven, what we are saying is we are just using the analogy of rain forming, falling from heaven to give us a picture of what happens. Everything is now coming from inside of you. But what is coming from inside of you will affect your life like rain coming from heaven. That's what we are saying. Pray till your eyes open, till your ears open. Pray till you start feeling different in your body. When you can jump up on Monday morning to go to work, that's when you know you are, you are anointed. But when you are still struggling, hey, yeah, when I get to work, my boss will be abusing me again. You are still like that. That means you are not anointed. Get anointed. Get anointed. Fresh. My horn, you have anointed like the horn of a unicorn. Put that text for me. Psalm 92 verse 10. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. All of a sudden, the things the Holy Ghost knows, you begin to know them. The things the Holy Ghost sees, you begin to see them. The things the Holy Ghost is saying, you begin to hear them. And you will suddenly know what to do to solve problems. Oh, glory, glory be to God. That is somebody's testimony this season. Lift your hands, open your mouth and cry out to God if you believe it. Receive it for yourself. Every problem in and around my life, there is an answer, there is a solution. And by the help of the Holy Spirit, the comfort he brings, the strength he brings, the intercessory ability he provides, by his power, by his might, through his wisdom, as the anointing comes afresh upon me, I begin to see what I wasn't seeing before. I begin to hear what I wasn't hearing before. I begin to solve problems I was not solving before. The problem I could not solve in January, that I could not attempt in February, this much, I'm able to tackle it by the anointing because I'm also a solution provider. And I bless you, Father, as I solve problems, my lot changes in life. I experience promotion. I experience increase. Like David, I move from being an ordinary shepherd boy and I become the king. I move from the backside of the desert and I move into the palace as I solve problems. Open your mouth and pray, somebody. Open your mouth and pray. Pastors, please come to the communion table. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00 Zero 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 six four zero.